Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I am your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand, and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week, we have thought leaders, change instigators, and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive, and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love, and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning connection and resilience into your life and your business. As a way to thank our guests for their time, energy and wisdom, we would love to demonstrate our appreciation, gratitude and admiration. We would love to hear from you as to what was your key takeout from today's session by writing a review in Apple Podcast with our guest's name and insight. And when you do, Please make sure to take a photo and send your photo to support at katherineplano.com.au and you will receive a one-hour life coaching session for free, valued $500, to help you change your life for the better or to help you get unstuck if you are currently going through a transition or if you need a little motivation. Thank you. This week, as always, we have a super, super amazing guest for you. We have the beautiful Sarah Adams. Sarah has experienced the supernatural and past lives in Egypt and Atlantis. Telepathy, weather abnormalities, remote viewing, quantum leaping, and time travel are among the other alternate realities Sarah has endured. Sarah works with many clients around the world in what she calls intuitive healing. This includes using homeopathy herbs, diet, superfoods, detoxing, energy work, essential oils, visualization, meditation, cellular work, all to heighten the frequency of the temple and precious bodies we have been given. She has made TV appearances on Gaia TV, including Beyond Belief, Buzzsaw and Ancient Civilizations, as well as Coast to Coast AM, Vice TV, The Basis Project, co-hosting The Divine Truth Show on Revolution Radio and many others. Sarah Adams continues to be a major force in the world of enlightenment while healing many around the world. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Well, today we have another special guest for you. We have the beautiful Sarah Adams all the way from Sedona. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you so much for having me on and I'm excited to do this show with you. I'm super excited to have you on the show and the way that we start the show is we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to share her unique story. So Sarah, what inspired you to do what you do today? You know, it starts a long time ago with me. So I remember living on Mars and I remember an ancient civilization that was was hyperdimensional and multidimensional 
we interacted with different mini beings. We got out of our bodies. We time traveled. And it was tied very much into the 3D physical realms and world. And I remember that whole entire system being destroyed by a specific force that needed to be mastered. And I literally traveled and I went to different bodies to get to this point. So I I was born, literally awakened. I was born seeing spirits going in other dimensions. I was born like this. Okay, that sounds very interesting. So you got me at uh, the point where you you said living on Mars. Do you remember what was it like living on Mars? Yes, I do. So on each planet, we would travel between each planet and among dimensions. So on each planet, there was a temple and each planet is an ancient spirit and it has a specific frequency. So when I lived on Mars, I, well, actually I lived more than on Mars. I was, I went to Venus. I would go and I would sit in these temples and I would do a lot of different um, spiritual work. Everything was hyper advanced. They had, Mars actually had oceans. Mars was very tropical and lush and beautiful before the destruction that it suffered. Mm, and you know, when I think about Mars and Venus, they are the, the well, in astrology, when you have a look at Mars is really the male aspect of oneself and Venus, the female aspect of oneself. Is that when you're talking about the different frequency and the vibrational frequencies, are we talking about something similar to, to, to that? I guess when you're thinking of it, at it on a 3D level, is that the best way to describe when you're talking about the frequencies, the difference in frequencies? Yes, so like Venus is connected to the heart chakra. So there was a temple of the heart energy, heart frequency on Venus. Um, Mars, yes, directly connected to the more masculine energies. And also like Saturn, is create it creates time and reality. So there's a temple of time and reality on Saturn. So there was each, each planet has a specific chakra um, energy and is connected to our chakra system. So each planet is actually a sphere of energy and ancient spirit connected to us, connected to our chakra system. So when we would go and we would go into these temples, what would happen is we would fill each chakra with the energy of that specific planet. And how does that relate to us now? Because I know these are very, like Mars is very strong right now and we've got Saturn. Um, so I'm not too sure if you're into astrology, but absolutely you're speaking about astrology. So how is that impacting us um, in this time, these interesting times? It's deeply impacting us. So of course, you know, I'm, I don't know much about uh, astrology. Um, I'm very, very blessed because one of my friends here, she's a master astrologer. So I tell her my experiences and what I know, the spiritual knowledge I know, she ties it back into, you know, all her knowledge of astrology. It is very important in these times because I had recently, I think this was maybe a little bit over a year ago, I had this very divine experience. And in that experience, there were these different temples and people were going to the temple of the root chakra so much they were not going to the other temples and I was walking among these temples and there was this small temple it was as big as the size of a small room and there were four guardians these golden guardians had wings they looked almost like seraphim there was one on each side of the temple each corner of the temple 
And I said, this is the temple I want to go into. And they said, one must, one must have, one must purify themselves to come into this temple. Many people do not purify themselves. So they're not allowed in this temple. And it was the temple of the heart. So I said to them, I said, am I allowed in this temple? And they said, yes, you're allowed in this temple. And so I walked into the temple and the temple had almost like this. It's so hard to describe in human language. It was kind of a liquid frequency, the pure frequency of love. And I remember going into there and letting that just fill me and I embodied it and I came out and the guardians pointed to all the people and they said, look, they've turned into beasts because they do not go into the temple of the heart. They have not purified themselves and they do not go into the temple of the heart anymore. And so they've turned into beasts and they've, they're angry and upset and chaotic and look, tell them to come more to the temple of the heart. And that's what you can see uh, taking place. And I know there's a lot of astrologists and one particular astrologer that I actually follow, um, she talks about stepping into the heart and out of the mind and really uh, allowing yourself and your soul to immerse in the heart um, as a way to shift the collective. What are your thoughts? I completely agree with this. I think that a lot of people that, though they don't know that they're blocked from that because to achieve higher frequencies, we have to clear and purify ourselves, you know, via herbs, via meditation, via really doing shadow work and facing all of our emotions of anger and our triggers. Once we've done that, we're allowed to go into the temple of the heart. Now, you know, this is very symbolic because I do a lot of uh, work when it comes to symbolism in movies and things like that. And I will say that the movie, The Fifth Element, it shows how, you know, when you go into the temple of the heart, the fifth element is the heart. It's love. Um, When you have that power, that's great power. And so not everyone's allowed in it until they actually understand this and they take self-responsibility and ascend into those higher energies. And to do so, one must do all of this work to get there. I think a lot of people don't know how to do that work. They're really lost. They haven't been taught these things. They forgot these things. And so they're not going into the temple of the heart. And so many people want love, but they don't know how to achieve that. And they don't know that cleansing and clearing themselves and being healthy is one of the most important things um, that they can do to achieve this. I love that. I didn't I didn't uh, connect the fifth element with the heart chakra, which it so is. So basically, I get this I got this visual when you were talking about it that if we connect with the heart more, we'll become warriors of of whatever's taking place in our life, which I love. So what would be some of those things that we could do as a way to immerse ourselves in our heart? Well, you know, what's really interesting about the movie The Fifth Element is that love the fifth element has power over the four elements. That's God power. That's the ultimate God power. That's how we're going to break down this false light matrix system. That's how we're going to heal ourselves in this planet. And a few of those things that, you know, we can do is to cleanse ourselves via herbs, 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 hold a high frequency. You can use Hawthorne, a lot of bitter herbs. I like using bitters because bitters actually clear bitterness from the body. So it's really important to use bitters um, to cleanse and clear it's very important to, you know, have superfoods, to have a healthy diet, to heal your gut system. That's a big thing. A lot of people can't digest what has went on in their life, lives and also all the intense emotions from their ancestors that's passed down. So that pushes their gut system into a state of fight or flight. 
And so they have unhealthy gut systems and because they're not processing those things. So healing the gut system is really, really important. Also, we can do things like infrared saunas, laying on the ground and speaking to the moon, and the sun and the different planets. Like I said, Venus is connected to the heart chakra. I like to just lay down and ask Venus to fill my heart chakra with the frequency of love. So those are a couple of things we can do. Oh, I love that. And so at the site you were talking about, you grew up with seeing angels and uh, multi-dimensional beings. What was that like? I, You know, at first it was, I'm going to say it was really, really hard because a lot of people didn't understand me. Some people thought I was possessed. Some people, you know, just were scared of me. Other people knew I could heal people and heal them. So they came in they got that from me. So it was a really um, interesting time for me. And also I was very telepathic and I um, wasn't very good at the human human language. Honestly, I was really bad at it. So I had to kind of learn how to be able to connect to people via a hu- more human way so that they could understand me more so I could get the sacred information to them because it was it's like, oh, you you guys knew this stuff long ago. You just you guys have just been caught in this karmic cycle and forgot who you are and forgot how powerful you are, that you're God and you have this divinity within you. And I see you suffering. It's really hard to see you guys suffering and I'm going to do my best to help out with that. So then I've had so many beings, you know, I had um, the angels, the ETs, many different beings that were like, hey, we're with you on this mission and we're going to help you. And they have, to this day, have done so. And do you find that now, because people talking talk about the unveiling, there's been a, a lift in consciousness. Do you think it's, uh, and a lot more people are channeling and a lot more people are connecting with that multidimensional beings that you speak about. Are you finding that, that it is it is a lot easier to connect with them now? I know you've always been able to, but the veil has lifted, that the connection is so much more clear. It's like, you know, when you make a telephone call, whether you're, uh, you know, near, near the, um, what are they called, the um, the towers or not, or too far away from the towers. Are you finding that the the frequency and the messages are so much more clearer now? I've always had clear messages. In fact, I live, I think when I was younger, I lived more in that world than I did in this world. And I've really had to learn how to live a human girl life, which has been a very beautiful journey for me living on this planet. As for the masses, I think you're right. I think that they're starting to really, really ascend and wake up to these things. And so it's much easier for them now than it was before. So, what has been so you you talked about the difference between when you were younger and now so what was that shift you were saying that there was a lot more because you was it because you were living in that world more you were so much more like probably two feet in that that side of the world to maybe now you have one on each side is that the difference that is I had to learn how to balance the human life with me being so different and going in a lot of different dimensions speaking to other beings. So that was a learning experience for me that really, really helped me to understand humanity more. Mm. And Sarah, I would love to to see if you've received any messages in a sense of to give people hope. At the moment, we know uh, we, won't want to, we won't deep dive into what's happening to the world because everyone knows what's happening with the world. But is there a sense of hope or anything that you can share with our listeners as a way to give them strength and keep moving forward? 
Yes, and this is this is something I'm very passionate about because there are so many suffering people on this planet. And I was actually, you know, talking about the subject last night to a group of friends, how I really want to remind everyone how powerful they are. And a lot of people have forgotten how their system works. And I like doing this technique where I have people visualize a golden tunnel, visualize flying up that golden tunnel until you feel elated and you feel tingly until you feel very, very well. Once you fly up that golden tunnel, you stop and then you go ahead and you ask you silently within your head, you ask your body and you ask your system to scan to see where there's any caught up caught dense emotions or energies then you clear your mind again and you wait for the answer and you'll you'll have this thought of liver so then you tell your liver delete anything negative any dense energies any past life karma any past life ancestral karma um, any toxic energies and so once you do that you tell your system to delete that that specific organ then you ask what color again you say what color do i need to channel to you and then you wait a second you clear your mind and wait a second and you wait for the answer and it's going to show you blue or pink or yellow then you tell your um, body to fill itself with that color frequency and i do this to all of my organs my cells my aura every part of me what that does is it deletes all these dense energies out of your system because we're in this body, which is divine tech. It's like a hyper-dimensional computer system, and we don't even know how it functions on this planet, sadly. Once you start to delete all these dense emotions and all of these dense energies, then you can fill it with the cosmic, you know, eternal omnipresent omnipotent god source energy. So you're bringing that into you, and that shifts your frequency if you do this every day you'll feel it. And then once your frequency shifted, that's going to shift your reality. And when that shifts your reality, that's going to affect the realities of the billions of people on this planet. And if we have enough people doing this, completely deleting those dense energies that keeps them imprisoned on a frequency vibrational level, if we completely do this and join together doing this, we can then start creating positive timelines. And all the old matrix false light matrix system that has been plaguing this planet for thousands of years and keeping people suffering and enslaved to it it's going to crumble away because you know it might seem very dark and dare for a lot of people but we're god so we have power over all of these things Mm, it's so true and I mean I hear that we we have lots of different guests on the show who have been sharing that it is up to the people and it is up to the individual to uh, stand in their sovereignty in their light in their truth and that is how we're going to shift the masses the collective as a whole Um, but yet yet I hear so many people are just waiting for it to happen even like you and I before we got on the show it's like what is the timeline when is this shift going to be taking place do you have an idea there's a beautiful quote in the bible and never take the bible literally by the way because it is you know, it, it is a lot of Egyptian mythology that was rewritten to the Bible. It says even the angels know, don't know the time of God. So honestly, right now, people are going to keep living in their suffering till they actually get up out of victimhood and they take a stand and step into their divinity. And as bad as things are, I feel that this is a lesson for humanity because if they're rescued by the ETs, if they're rescued 
by the angels and the hosts of the realms. And by the way, they're doing a lot of work, these hosts, to keep nuclear wars from happening, to keep everyone from slaughtering each other. So they're taking care of things like that. So they get involved to a certain point. But if they rescued humanity completely, humanity would do the same thing and expect each time to be rescued. That's not the plan. The plan is to help humanity find their divine inner power so that they can start creating the positive timelines them timelines themselves mm. you know it, it kind of resonates with what you were saying you there was um it was a conversation we were having the the there's cycle and rhythms and it th this has happened in different timelines and the difference is that now it's happened it's that we need to resolve it in a different way because otherwise we'll keep repeating this ongoing lesson right and it really and everything goes back to the way that we conquer this and not repeat this lesson is through love that we need to exactly. not fight through love but if you want to call fight fight is is such a harsh word but definitely deal or work through this whatever this is for you through love exactly and so, and we only achieve love, true self-love and true love, because I know a lot of people are looking for love in others and they're looking for love in others because they haven't found that within themselves. So we only achieve that once we truly face ourselves and heal. Once we have that love, that's the ultimate power of the divine. It's one of the highest frequencies. We then channel that everywhere and that affects everything you know i notice where i go plants and flowers grow and it's, it's just simply because the frequency in me that frequency of love literally affects the plants and the flowers around me and in my home mm, i love that i'm i'm one of those uh individuals that loves nature and so for me i get i get that just even walking in nature the trees and just being around that i feel uh, an immense love, immense love, which is beautiful. Um, one thing I'd love to uh, unpack is I know that you do a lot of multidimensional healing and I'm sure the, there's a lot of people in this world need that right now. Can you talk us through what exactly is that? So it's some different levels and steps of healing you know, I, I prefer to teach people how to heal themselves rather than heal them. So I teach them how their system works, teach them how they can bring the cosmic light of the divine into their system. And then I, you know, help them to activate their DNA, help them to activate their Merkaba, their sh chakra system, their aura. So we go through all these levels and layers. We all, I also teach them about emotions and what they mean, because a lot of times People don't know that their emotions are sending them, you know, messages and signals and they just aren't picking, picking them up. After we're done that, I teach them how to connect with the Council of Ancient Light and the different ET councils, the councils of elementals. So then they become multidimensional through that work. And that's something that I am myself. And that's the path that I walk in this lifetime. And I've walked in many different lifetimes, whether it's in this body or other bodies. And I, you know, I, I've come here to bring that information, that ancient knowledge back to humanity to help them to reachieve that. And it's in them, you know, they, it's in their energy field. So when they do this work, it makes these, these, these people so happy. And they're, instead of being the victims, they realize, wow, I have all this divine power. 
I am not the victim of my life. I'm not the victim of my circumstances and I can change this now. And they go off to shift their lives and it's beautiful to see. That is beautiful. And I think that, you know, it's one of what it's, it's, it's remembering who we are. I think we've forgotten who we are. And I think that what you're talking is you're helping people connect to remember uh, who they are because I think that you know what we were talking about before the show once again is that I know as souls we chose to be here right now in this very moment and uh, it's a it's a it's about um, embracing what is regardless of how hard it is because I really believe that it's the meaning that we give it and there's so many people that there's there's that fine balance you either get really pulled out of your center and buy into the narratives or you can go the opposite direction, completely avoid it, um, which, you know, once again, that, that also doesn't. But I think if there's a really nice balance where you're in your center, remain in your center and accept what is, um, it, it is what is, but only focus on what you can control. I think that will help a lot with emotions because I know, I know for me, I get rattled when I'm pulled out of my center. Um mm-hmm. And but also I do a lot of journaling. So when my emotions come up, absolutely I listen to them. Um, and sometimes they're not nice emotions. I can say that sometimes of late there's been a little bit of anger, a little bit of you know maybe those lower vibrations. Um, so for our listeners, what would be something that they could use? What kind of technique? Because I know there's a lot of people out there angry, um, especially in Australia. And um, what would be something that you would like to impart by a way of calming their emotions? So I would say starting out with a healthy diet and also healing the gut system. I um, I really, really am into the keto diet for healing the gut system. I've seen so many people just suffer from depression, sickness, anger, because their gut system is off balance. And your gut system creates the serotonin that makes you happy. If your gut system isn't creating that serotonin, you're going to have a lot of issues. So I do recommend starting out with a healthy diet. Next, I recommend, you know, doing the technique I just explained where you go into your system and you ask, why do I have anger? Why is it here? Then you clear your mind and you wait for the answer of why you have that anger. Then you understand it and then you say, okay, you know what, I'm I've learned my lesson. I don't like living in a state of anger. You ask your body, your energy field, your entire system to delete the anger out of it. And that really, really helps. And I also, you know, a lot of people are getting triggered right now. I have a huge, huge following online. So I can see, you know, people getting triggered all the time. They get triggered off the smallest thing. And it's really good to look at your triggers and not project those upon the person that triggered you. But realize those triggers are actually telling you that there's some deeper issues that you need to take care of in your system and go heal. So if I'm ever triggered by somebody and I feel unstable, I go in my system and I ask my system, you know, what do I need to heal within myself so that, um, so that, you know, I know this trigger brought it up, there's something deeper, and then I go heal that and clear that. And that helps me keep, you know, extreme stability because I work with thousands of people across this planet. A lot of people have been through a lot of trauma and a lot of suffering. So I have to hear some of the worst stories ever, you know, that you would want to cry. And I have to keep my balance and still help that person help themselves out of that situation. So for me, 
that is one of the biggest techniques that I use on myself. And I teach people that is so efficient at doing this. Mm, I've got a visual. It's like letting go of stuff, isn't it? So getting rid of your baggage, whether there's triggers or emotions, whatever it is, it's weighing you down so you can rise up or lift your, your I guess, your vibration. Yes. So, and, and that's the only way that we're going to lift our, our frequency, our vibration is to go in and do that shadow work. And when you're doing it, you're going to have to feel it, you know, to, you have to feel to heal. And so, you know, if you're feeling angry for a couple of minutes while you're clearing those emotions, just stay and keep clearing them until they're gone, until you feel elated and blissful and better. And you keep doing that. And I, you know, I've noticed people do this for three weeks, completely shifts their lives. Because it shifts your entire system. And also health and abundance and love and happiness. It comes from this work. Once you do this work, you can achieve those things. That's why a lot of people, you know, they're struggling financially and on other levels is because those dense, dense emotions in them are dense frequencies, which is creating a dense reality of struggling and suffering. So... It's so what you're saying is that because you're talking about the shadow, so the shadow, so it's really doing the deep work. We talk about the shadow a lot on this show, um, and especially in the last 18 months, we've been talking a lot about the shadow. So, really, it is about leaning in to see what is in those dark corners that is hidden in that deeper part of your subconscious and unconscious mind. How does one do that? What's your trick? How do you go about it? That's where I go into my system and I ask, you know, I, I'm like, hey, there's some anger coming up. Where is it? Is it in my kidneys? Is it my aura? Is it my chakra system? Then my system guides me when I ask that question. It guides me to where it is. And then I say, okay, what's, why is it here? And it says, okay, maybe something that happened to you in childhood or maybe something that happened to you in this life or specific um, things that happened to me, you know, in my in my travels, because I did a lot of um, traveling through different realms. So when that comes up, then I say, okay, I understand why that's there. I understand I got hurt. That made me angry. I'm at peace with that. But hey, you can leave now anger, you can go and leave now. I, I, I'm, I want to feel well and happy. And thank you for being here to show me you know, that I got hurt and show me this happened to me and show me that, you know, I need to have healthy boundaries and I also need to be better within myself. And I, you're a wise teacher and I've learned the lesson, but now you can go. Mm, I love that. And I guess with all that work, what has been your greatest lesson that you have learned thus far? Just, you know, a lot of inner peace. I understand why people do terrible things. I understand why they hurt themselves and others. And I understand they're coming from a place of pain. And because of that, I don't want to push pain onto them. I don't want to do anything terrible. Even if they're terrible to me, I just wish them to heal because I understand that they're living in hell every day. And that's why they act that way. So I come from a state of inner peace of where I can sit there and observe it rather than get engulfed by it so one must become the observer of their environment and not to uh, get caught up with what is going on and what and how other people are showing up is that correct yes yeah this is important Yeah. So how does one do that because I know I talk about that I talk about becoming the observer of your thoughts and your feelings 
And I talk about uh, the way that I do it is like, you know, I have this, I'm a visual person, so I have this vision where I'm sitting beside a riverbank and then I watch the, those thoughts and emotions through the river, like going through and flowing through and not holding on to them. Do you use a visualization technique or what do you use as a way to become the observer of what's going on? So I would say that, um, I would say that with that, I don't need to do any visualizations any longer. I, that's a teaching sort of learning thing I do with my clients and people who, you know, are just learning how their system works. Now I can instantaneously think it and it is. Yeah. And do you think this is because of the, the, I guess the, the frequency around at the moment. It's interesting. I was just saying that yesterday. Every time I think of something, it happens. Like I was thinking about uh, uh, just a, a friend of mine, they call. I was thinking about when's my delivery. It came on that day. It's kind of instantaneous. Do you think it's got to do with what's around at the moment from a frequency point of view? I do. And I also believe that humanity lost a lot of its ability to manifest instantaneously because it's dangerous for those who are unawakened and if they had that um entirely they would they would completely destroy themselves in the world with it so i feel that only those who have ascended into higher consciousness get to instantly manifest mm, i love that and do you um, because you are an open uh, channel where you are in touch with multidimensional beings, do they uh, come knocking at your door whenever they feel like? Or is it a matter of you have to sit to there and actually meditate and say, okay, I'm open to receiving the information? How does it work for you? It's, you know, it's like living in a family home. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> They come in and out. They tell me what um, needs to be done. Um, they give me different information. It, it's really, really, um, yeah, it's really like a family. So sometimes I wake up in the morning and there's an ET at the end of my bed. And he's like, okay, we need to work on this now. You need to go ahead and tell, you know, people about this. This is the instructions from the Council of Light. So it's somewhat like that. I enjoy it though. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way. And do you have one specific, uh, I guess, buddy uh, from a multi-dimensional being point of view? Do you have a like one that you mainly connect with? Cause I know a lot of the channelers, they connect with one specific multi-dimensional mind. Oh, can't even say it. Multi-dimensional being. I connect with every being. I connect with so many beings. I also do a lot of work to help. Um, lower entities um, that have lost light to send back into the light. And I also kind of am a guardian. So if some have decided, you know, just to be naughty and run it and cause chaos, then I go ahead and I go face them up and I'm like, you can ascend and heal or you can go back to your realm. So I was also instructed to clear out um, the realms here from those negative entities. But so that's something that I do. Honestly, no, I'm in God consciousness. I'm kind of like interacting with everything all of the time, whether it's the Sasquatch, the ETs, the fairies, there's a lot of different levels of creation. And we all, like I said, are family and we understand we're kin and we all work together very, very well. And just in a state of like love and understanding. 
Very interesting. And do they come, like you do a lot of group work, do they col- collectively are part of your group work when you interact with others? They are. So let's say that there's somebody who is very unwell. They'll definitely all come in. They'll all want to help. So I'm like, okay, we can all gather around and we can help this person. So they really, really love doing that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and then sometimes there's like Anubis, he comes in, let's say there's some entities that are causing chaos and are attached to people's energy fields. Anubis comes in and he's, he tells them, he's like, you either ascend into the light or I'm going to guide you back to a realm where you cannot hurt anybody or anything. So there's, they're all kind of working in different ways. The Sasquatch are, are protecting nature and they're also protecting the ET portals and the fairies. So everyone's working in this beautiful kind of alignment and symphony. I love that. And I've also heard that what we're currently going going through at the, this dimension, at 3D dimension, it's happening at all dimensions as well against yeah. one another. Is that correct? It is. So there's this grand divine plan to get everything back into this flow and symphony and um, this flow and vibration, higher frequency that was fallen from a long time ago. Okay, so th- this, this, what is taking place right now is all part of this divine plan. Yes, it is. And, you know, humanity has to go through this dark side of the, no- the soul because, you know, we really forget to be grateful for feeling good when we all- always feel good. We forget to be grateful for having love when we always have it. So by going through this, there's a deep understanding for them and there's a deep knowledge coming from it where they're going to be grateful for being able to reascend into higher frequencies where there is love and compassion and empathy because they've lived so long out of it. And so they'll be deeply grateful for that. So one, I guess one quality that everyone must have and hold to this day is gratitude and love. Yes. Right. Every day doing that I'm thankful I'm so thankful I woke up earlier and I was like I'm so grateful to be on this planet and might be chaotic but I'm so grateful that you know despite all the chaos there's still so many beautiful people on this planet who are doing their best to awaken and to be better and there's so many people that um, are just beautiful in general that to me everyone's beautiful they've just kind of lost themselves and it is my wish and the wish of all the hosts of the realms that one day humanity steps back into its divinity and realizes just how beautiful and divine and loved that they are. I'm like you, Sarah. I think everyone is beautiful too and have just lost their way. And I really do have faith and trust that we will, you know, people say it looks like we're going through a great awakening, yes, and a great divide. But I really have faith that we're going to be united at some point and be the great connection the great oneness and the great uh, source of love that's for sure I completely agree with that Mm. so as we start wrapping up the show we always love to ask our woman to pick one word that best describes her personal brand what would be your word Sarah I'd say that it's um divinity 
of course it's divinity beautiful and the last question that we always love to ask our woman of inspiration is to share three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners so what would be like three practical exercises that you would like to leave for our audience today so one would be emotional mapping. I've been doing a lot of this with my clients. I've used this um, during my healing myself. You have to observe your emotions. And you have if you have more emotions of anger, of sadness, you know, of suffering inside, then you need you know that you need to go do shadow work, detox your physical body, and you know, clear yourself until you reach higher emotions. So just observing your motion emotions throughout each day and for seven days of seven days and get in a piece of paper and write down, okay, how many times did I feel anger? How many times did I feel happiness? If you have more, what I call dense emotions outweighing the positive emotions, then you know that you need to do self-work. So I check myself all the time for this. I'm like, how did I feel this week? And I go through my emotions and then I'm like, okay, then I need to do work here and I need to cleanse and clear here. So that's something I always do. I also use the five elements every day to clear, cleanse, and recharge. So I visualize each one of the elements, you know, in my aura. I ask the air to come and blow away anything that's negative and bring in positive change. I ask the water to clear my emotions and help me flow more. I ask the earth to ground me and send me the love of Mother Gaia. I ask the fire to recharge my cells, my organs, my aura, my chakra system and my body and burn away anything that's unwanted. And the fifth element is God. I ask for the fifth element of God's source energy to fill my body, my aura, my chakra system, my entire being this lifetime, all lifetimes and all future lifetimes. And I ask for myself to embody that fully until I'm elevated to higher consciousness. And I'd say that the other one would be having a healthy diet, which is the key to health, wealth, and spirituality, because what we eat is what we are and the frequency we are. So we need to really watch our eating habits. I love all three of them. And I really love the elements, how you bring in the elements to work through each and cleanse uh, your chakras. I love that. Thank you so very much. Where is the best place for our listeners to find you, Sarah? So everyone can find me at www.sarah, and that's with an H, S-A-R-H, S-A-R-A-H, radams.com. And I offer multidimensionality packages and training. I also offer detoxing, and I do um, light being packages where I teach people to speak to spirits and ETs. Sarah, I am going to have that in the show notes. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been a very interesting conversation. I'm sure our listeners are going to reach out. Thank you so much for sharing your wealth of wisdom, your time, your energy, and your love. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me on this show. I really, really love doing this. And thank you for the amazing work that you're doing over in Australia to help awaken people. We need you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show. 
which then means more value for you, so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought, hit that subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Catherine Plano. Until next week, please take care of yourself. Much love and gratitude. Thank you.